0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of Winners and Winers Radio. I am your host, Scott Steen, and I am the lead handicapper over at WinnersAndWiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle,
1: senior handicapper over at Winers.com.
0: Together, we make up a Winners and Winers Radio. Give us an hour, and we'll give you the winners. No winners only winners. That's kind of how we roll. Scott, I know you had some winners yesterday. How was your Monday? Overall, went very, very well. Uh,
1: play of the day, I ended up having Devontae Adams over. 84 and a half receiving yards closed at 87 didn't matter he had 100 plus by the end of three quarters i had a bet boost on Rodgers over two and a half touchdown passes and the packers to win at plus 175 bunch of drive prop winners which was good for me and i won fantasy football this week so overall pretty pretty good day well what
0: i told you? i told you i was i was in trouble in fantasy football thursday night i was playing i was playing my kid in in the uh the league that I've been in forever, and uh he started off. His kicker had twenty-two points Thursday night, and it's pretty much the way my whole fantasy weekend went. Um, Yeah, it was okay, man. I'm uh, I, I went one and one on the premiums. Had team total under for the Royals. Tristan McKenzie pitching hadn't given up a home run in uh, about six weeks. Gave up three to Kansas City, so that was fantastic.
1: I'm assuming you mean game one for the team total.
0: What's right? that?
1: You mean game one of the doubleheader? Yeah, league? game one.
0: Game one. Uh, of the uh, of the doubleheader, so that was no bueno there. Although it was nice to see Sal Perez hit number forty six and break Johnny Bench's record, which was Johnny Bench was my uh, my hero growing up when I was playing baseball. I was a catcher, and uh, I had Johnny Bench glove and and everything like that. So it was uh, it was that was a good time. So good dude, and Sal Perez, good dude as well. But as far as my picks go, uh, that one didn't go well. We did hit the team total over thirty and a half on the Green Bay Packers. And another heartbreaking loss on my free play, Scott. (laughs) I chaired golf over 255. I need 10 yards. 10 yards at the end of the game to just get it. Couldn't do it. Miss Swift coming across the middle on the drag on third down and decided to throw for the end zone on fourth down instead of trying to pick up the three yards and keep the chains moving. And that pretty much doomed us. Of course, what really doomed us was him... Fumbling the snap on the first play after the Packers had scored, then dropping the ball when he dropped back to pass on third down, and then, of course, throwing an interception just as they were starting to get rolling on the next drive. So those three drives back-to-back-to-back absolutely doomed that bet. We still had a chance to pull out the miraculous win at the end, and it did not happen. So premium, again, 50-50. Play of the day, just cold. Just ice, ice cold, Scott. Just brutal. So... Sometimes you get what you pay for. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Sorry, I'm still salty, but it's okay. I'm glad you did well. That's that's important to me.
1: Thank you. (laughs) I
0: appreciate that. All right, but let's get started, man. We got a lot to get to today. Of course, we are going to come. We coming with our bet the farm play a little bit later. We're going to go over our early thoughts on the opening lines for the NFL. Maybe throw in some college thoughts if we have any time left. We'll see how that goes. If not, we'll get to it tomorrow. Had a had a great topic from one of my commenters wants to talk about the three best sporting events that you and I have seen in person. So we'll maybe do that maybe tomorrow or uh, or Thursday. So anyway, a lot a lot to get to, a lot of fun. So let's uh, let's let her rip, Scott. Let's find out. Let's find out who followed me on the uh, Jared Golf Total. Find out the people that took it in the shorts. Maybe thought they had a winner right up until the time they didn't. And they got it stolen, Scott Thievery. That was an action. The only thing that happens when thievery occurs, you got to call them caps. All right, let's get to it. We don't have a lot of time for sirens. Oh, yeah. Here we go. The Blue Jays. First five money line going up against the Rays. They led two zip going into the bottom of the ninth with, or excuse me, bottom of the fifth with Robbie Ray, the presumptive Cy Young winner on the mound. Robbie Ray says, you know what? I'd like to make that Cy Young race a little bit closer. So he gives up a three run dinger in the bottom of the fifth. And that's all you needed because the Blue Jays trailed three to two after five innings. Goodbye, Jays, or Money Line in the first five. Hello, Robbie Ray. Back to, I don't know, second betting favorite now
1: going to be close it it seems like nobody wants to actually win the award
0: no they didn't nobody they wanted to win it for the, the up until september 1st and nobody's like yeah there yeah, you go well robbie yeah, ray had a great start his last time out so i, I can't say that
1: yeah but anyway looking at the football game if you had aaron jones the four touchdown man but you took over 68 and a half rushing yards you were in good shape because jones had a 67 rushing yards with 12 minutes and 42 seconds left in the game the lock lock it up except for the fact that you can lock up the under because Aaron (laughs) Jones had no more rushing yards in the last 12 minutes and 42 seconds finished with exactly 67 so if you had the over 68 and a half he had the receiving yards he had the touchdowns he had everything Rogers still in the game in the final four minutes, but they brought in Dylan instead of Aaron Jones, and he did not get over that total.
0: That's a brutal beat right there. You needed just two more yards in the final 12 minutes of a game that they're way ahead, and they're obviously going to run the ball. That's
1: also a game where the guy has four touchdowns, three of them receiving. So he couldn't run for any of those touchdowns. He, he had to catch them. Instead. Right.
0: Yeah, that's, the, the you know, it would be one thing if you had DeAndre Swift total over the fourth quarter. You knew he wasn't getting any carries. Yeah, But you figure Aaron Jones, yeah, they squeak out two yards there or something. Scott will finish up in the major leagues. You've had the White Sox Tigers over eight and a half. Started off extremely well for you. They put up a six-pack in the first three innings. And they put up uno in the last six. That game ends up four to three. If if you had the over eight and a half, I'm sorry. Call the cops.
1: I'm sorry, there was a baseball one yesterday.
0: I know. I know, buddy. Some good races too, man. It really is. I, I almost feel I almost feel like I'm cheating. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, baseball, it's all we did all summer. We have baseball, baseball, baseball. Now like is it's it's the meme with the guy and the two girls where he's walking with the one and he turns his head to look at the other one. It's that meme. meme. What's that? You mean this meme? but I don't okay
1: that's when the guys looking backwards at the person going the other direction yeah
0: yeah I, did you did you have it somewhere
1: no i was i was looking back oh
0: okay yes yes that 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 one that's exactly the right one and you, you okay. we're walking with baseball and all of a sudden football walks by and gets most our attention most memes
1: only last maybe a month or two i right. think that's going about 2 3 years
0: oh, Yeah, yeah that's point. it's solid cuz you know if i've heard of it yeah. you know if i'm referencing it it's way past mainstream Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. All right, so there was good news out there, Scott. These are some of the nice, easy wins. You didn't have to sweat it. (laughs) You know what you call it? You're sitting in the rocking chair, baby.
1: So the first one was a player prop, and it was on Lions receiver Cephas. And if you had over 27 and a half receiving yards, he really didn't make you wait that long because on the third play from scrimmage, Cephas caught a 46-yard pass, so you cashed your bet roughly a minute and 10 seconds into the game.
0: Man, did he put that ball in the bucket or what? Hell of a throw. It really was. By the way, if your last name is Cephas, Scott, what are you going to name your first kid?
1: Uh, There's a joke here that I'm missing.
0: Yes, there is. There's only one answer. The correct answer is Bo. Oh. The correct answer is Bo Cephas. That is correct. Hey, Scott, if you had the Orioles-Phillies under eight, God bless your optimism because it paid off. They had two runs in the first inning. You're thinking, what, what, what am I doing here? And, yeah, that was it. That was it. You're a genius. Congratulations because they had no runs in the rest of the game. Orioles win two to zip over the Phillies. If you had the Orioles-Phillies under eight. Man, take a, take a break and just hang out in that rocking chair.
1: And the last one was also in baseball. If you had the Pirates-Reds over nine and a half, you had nine runs in the first three innings, uh, and then you ended up having two more in the fifth. Game ended nine to five.
0: Has there been an under at Great American Ballpark yet this season? <laughs>
1: uh, question: If there's an under, but nobody's actually watching it, does it count?
0: What that is just a that is just a confluence of perfect events there with the with the Reds bullpen and that home run friendly park. Uh, a lot of runs get scored. A lot of runs yep. get scored in the, in the gob, in the gab, rather. All right, buddy. Well, let's find out who it is. Oh, God. Uh, we You know, we had this a lot. This
1: isn't really based on yesterday's no, game. No, no, but...
0: no. No, but there was... The, yeah, we we had a lot going on yesterday, so we didn't get to get to it. So this is kind of like a little, uh, little house cleaning here, a little, a little cleanup. This is one that fell out of the bucket that we absolutely have to throw in there. So... Let's find out who's strapping on the golden feedback, Scott. I don't even know who it is. See, this is this is going to be a weird one because I don't know who to send the golden feedback to. Maybe you've got some ideas as we reward today's donkey of the day. You know what? I'll let you take this one.
1: So for this one, once again, we don't exactly know who to send it to. So by default, Roger Goodell because he's the commissioner of the NFL. The buck stops here, baby. Yes, the NFL, which has the fun acronym, which is the correct one called the No No Fun Fun League. League, Yep, Not the NFL as a National Football League. But anyway, they decided during the offseason with all of the, you know, ties and overtime and a lot of stuff going on, the number one rule change they needed was to stop taunting. (sighs) in the league so (laughs) clearly they had a different agenda than we all had because we think that ties are stupid oh no you didn't spin that ball but anyway (laughs) they decided taunting had no place in the game so they had to get rid of it and it had some pretty interesting results in week two also week one but nobody really talked about it that much week two there were a couple of really brutal calls on sunday a player got penalized for spinning the ball You had another cornerback who was doing the classic incomplete sign with the hands going across. That was ruled for taunting. You got a a taunting penalty for clapping and this one got called back, but it was still stupid. Anyway, Jared cook caught a touchdown against the Cowboys and did a regular ball spike celebration and got a taunting penalty. Since the touchdown was called back for an illegal shift. Anyway, they took the penalty off the board, but The point is, is that now where where did where
0: did we we saw something within the last week? Was it a college game or a pro game, where they had a play like that? And I can't remember what it was, but the play they they there was a penalty. It was oh, there was the coach. It was the coastal. Yeah, the coach getting mad on the sidelines.
1: Yeah, it was the coastal game because they had an interception. Then the coastal fans, the coastal teammates, like kind of like went on the field a little bit, but the penalty. There was a pass interference which overturned the interception but they kept but the they pe- kept they the penalty they kept, anyway, kept the penalty which that's didn't right make any sense no but anyway that wasn't that was in college football but for the NFL I get that you want to try to keep these guys relatively robotic it's an emotional sport you gotta at least let them have like a five second courtesy rule or something
0: you know no one no, no one, one was to out, see this no one was out there clamoring going man I wish the officials would get more involved with penalty calling."
1: Listen, I, I love overs as much as the next guy, but can we at least have them earn 15 yards instead of just handing them out?
0: Well, because the thing is, it's, it's not necessarily going to help your over because it's usually after a good play and it ends up backing you out of that good play unless, it, unless it's a touchdown. Unless it's on the
1: defense, yeah.
0: Well, unless it's on the defense. Well, what I'm saying is if you, know, you get a, I, b- I get a saying, big reception yeah. down the field for 30 yards, mm-hmm. you get up and spin the ball and do the first down thing and...
1: The way that I see it is that if you're going to try to advertise the stars and all the big plays with the highlights and everything, then you shouldn't penalize the guys for showing some form of emotion. No. I, I just think it's stupid.
0: What do you what do you think about Tyreek Hill and the peace sign?
1: Uh I think it was good karma that uh Winfield did it in the Super Bowl, but I think if you let him get 70 yards downfield for a touchdown, that's your problem.
0: Did you you know what he's done this season, Scott? Have you seen what uh, he have you seen what he's done?
1: No, is he flipping people off or something? He, he had that- ha-
0: his gloves have the, the uh, on the inside of his gloves where it normally has the Chiefs logo or whatever. It has a picture of a hand giving a peace sign. That's fun. So he just sticks up his hand, but it's the, really the peace sign.
1: I also got another question for you about the taunting rule. All right. So you can you can call penalties for taunting on you know for spinning a ball and for doing the incompletion sign to a wide receiver. Lamar Jackson flipping over into the end zone doesn't count as taunting.
0: Well, here's the deal. And it's a lot like when I ran the poker room, Scott. You can say you can you can drop an F bomb, you can, you can curse, but if you direct it at somebody, it's an entirely different situation. I'm gonna to toss your ass out. But that-
1: wouldn't you agree though that him going into the end zone with two minutes to go and just doing a front flip is kind of taunting the entire team? I I would agree as
0: as a Chiefs fan. I think it all should have been called back.
1: (laughs) I think it shouldn't have been a penalty, of course. But if the point you're trying to make is that you're trying to enforce no taunting of any kind, I don't know how Lamar Jackson having a free touchdown and choosing the front flip wouldn't also constitute taunt.
0: I agree. No, I'm. (laughs) There's no consistency. (laughs) I may not be completely objective when you're asking this question, but yes I, well, I. the point I, is that I, I
1: think that none of these should be called taunting so i'm overall fine with lamar flipping over i just don't know how you can overreact for the entire sunday and then as soon as you have a night game decide to just turn the other way when somebody does that
0: yeah i'm so i, I totally agree you should write a letter
1: i don't care enough you're you're the chiefs fan i didn't have any action on the game
0: fair enough oh man quick reminder everybody that you are listening to winners and winders radio give us an hour and we'll give you the winners. I don't know. If, you, if you're if you watching us. I, I know we've got a lot of radio listeners. We've got a, people, a lot of people that download the podcast. But if you're watching on YouTube, put a comment in there and let me know anybody in favor of the no taunting rule. Maybe, you know... I, I hated the rule in college, and then they took it over and put it in the pros. Now, in, do you think there's a different level in, in college, do you, a, a different level of expectation...
1: I don't see the difference.
0: Um, you're not paying. You're not playing for money. You're not playing for. Are a,
1: you not playing for money anymore?
0: No, you're not playing for money per se. You
1: know what I mean, though. The point is that everything about college football has kind of shifted, or college sports, in the last year.
0: Well, maybe if you're if you really wanted to taunt them, you just show them your NIL check if you're a quarterback of the SEC for seven figures, and go. Eh, the way that I go.
1: see it is that if you're going to be playing a team sport, and I'm a competitive person, and if you want to. I don't know, let's say demean the other team because Mm -hmm. maybe they play worse when they're mad or you just like showing off in their face. That's part of the sport. I mean, that's been around for like for multiple decades. I I just don't know how you're supposed to remove an emotional element from an emotional sport.
0: Well, you know, you and I kind of touched on this when, when we talked about baseball and the unwritten rules about showing up the pitcher and watching your home run too long. And I mean, we
1: think that those are stupid.
0: We came up with a pretty good solution. And I think the solution also carries over into football, Scott. And what is that solution? I believe it's two words don't suck. Don't suck. That's it. If you don't, don't get beat. Don't get beat by Tyreek Tyre- 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 Hill. Don't let Lamar Jackson have a free run to the end zone where he has time to set up a front flip.
1: I also think it's funny. It's like the, the player is not allowed to show up his opponent by, by showboating. But he can show them up by going for 300 yards. Like, I think it's more embarrassing to give up 300 yards to a player than to have him give a peace sign on his way to the end zone. Agreed. Maybe that's just me.
0: Agreed. You know, you should be happy you're that close to Tyreek Hill that you can actually see the peace sign.
1: If I was Derrick Henry, I would have taunted the entire Seahawks team in the second half because he had about 170 yards after halftime.
0: Thank God, I think he's still running. What a beast. And, you know, about the time you think you've got him stopped, well, he's, you know, he's got, what do you have, 35 yards for the first half or whatever it was. And he, yeah, he just
1: uh, lulls you to sleep, and just, then you can't tackle him for the final Well, it's
0: anymore. because he's, he, he doesn't get weaker. The defense gets tired. The defense gets weaker. They, they get gassed a little bit, and he just seems to get stronger as the game goes on. It is, it is massive. So, All right, this is one we talked about, Scott. Let's find out. The Oddsmakers, man... We called it out yesterday, and of course, we beat closing line value by a lot. But let's find out, indeed, my friend. Why were the odds makers drunk yesterday? All right. Like I said, this is this is a, a game that we we talked about, and it was uh, the Braves going up against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona Diamondbacks haven't been playing for anything since know, 2007.
1: I was gonna say you can argue for opening day in this experiment, but that's true too.
0: <laughs> right. So we opened that up. And of course, the, the Braves trying to hold on by the skin of their teeth and and win win my uh win my future. I'm sure that doesn't play into their
1: Orioles helped you out though yesterday. Yes, they
0: did. God bless the Orioles and their two to nothing win. Uh the Braves opened up at minus one forty five, Scott, behind Yanoa. Now, You knowah's been one of our favorites, and not just because of his name, because we always say what, Scott? You know, you love him. That's right. right. Come on but he's actually a very good pitcher. Braves were playing for something. Arizona was at home, which I guess meant something with Mejia on the mound, who'd been not good. And the betters, they agreed with this, Scott, because they drove this line up to about minus 185, minus 189 by the time it closed. What are you thinking at minus 145? I don't understand the logic here.
1: So I know when we went through this game yesterday, we briefly disagreed because I didn't have the line in front of me, and you did. I thought Atlanta was going to be -210 right on the when we talked about it. So that's why I thought there might have been value in Arizona. Then you said 145 and, and you're
0: like, "Oh, never and, mind."
1: <laughs> and I just said, "Never mind. I don't even know what that line is." And then I thought it would close at around 190 minus 200. Yeah. It closed at 190, so I got that part right. But 145. I mean, maybe if you had Merrill Kelly on the mound or maybe you had Bumgardner, so you have like some talent on the mound. Mejia. really
0: yeah i know i know
1: that doesn't make any sense to me all
0: right so usually we save this for somebody that was that was successful but today scott i think we have an honorable mention we're gonna find out who was almost almost the gambling hero and i would have said gambling hero perhaps of the decade it's a it's a sad sad story let's find out who was oh so close in today's gambling hero of the day
1: See, I feel like you could have also fit in the other sound effect because I'm not mad at the guy, but I'm also a bit disappointed. You can really make a case for both of those in this situation. Yeah,
0: those really, both of those really two work. So if you guys are on Twitter and you follow follow really anybody in gambling Twitter, you probably know this story. There was a player, and and you and I talked about this, Scott, whether you do this or not when you go to Vegas and and you take those parlays. There was a player that had a 16-leg parlay. He had every game in the NFL on the money line. So some of them were, you know, minus 300. Some of them were plus 150. He, did, he played some dogs. He played, what, four or five dogs?
1: Yeah, I know he had the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I know he had, I think he had the Raiders in there. He had a couple of dogs yeah, in there. Yeah,
0: he had a couple of dogs. So, anywho, you're wondering what a 16-leg, $25 parlay plays on the money line, Scott. Well, funny story. It pays $738,000. Now, there was a small problem because to cash that ticket, he needed what, my friend?
1: He had the uh, Lions money line.
0: Had the Lions on the money line at plus 400. or you know, That's what that's what he had it at. So, Not the
1: first half money line, by the way. Oh. The full game money line.
0: Was that the most psyched man in America at halftime?
1: I have to assume so. Had to
0: be had to be. So he hits the first 15. Of course, you guys know how that game ended up. 738 grand. Uh, nope, you're down 25 bucks. Great story. Hang on to that ticket and show your kids. That is absolutely brutal. So you and I were talking about this a little bit off the air. If that's you, and I assume it could be you because you said you'd like to take a spin on some of those wild shot parlays every once in a while. If I'm going
1: away for a weekend with a couple friends, right. Yeah, we, we can split 30 bucks on some get-rich-quick scheme that's sure. going to fail miserably.
0: Okay. So let's say you hit it. Let's say you, you've hit your first 15. And by the way, if you wanted to know what the first 15 paid, it paid $145,000. If you wanted to... We, we plugged in the numbers. We found a parlay cal- calculator that went to 16. And we put in the first 15 with the right odds. It would have paid 145366 five three sixty six. But like you said, uh, why do it the easy way? Let's, let's make it really, really difficult and take the biggest spread on the board and take the dog. So would have been nice, would have been nice, but he didn't hit it. So is there a strategy? Can you, because normally you get a, you know, you get a big futures ticket, that you're about to cash, you get a, you you get a nice little parlay run going and you can hedge it. You can, you can usually come up with a hedge that'll, you know, guarantee you some sort of a profit no matter what happens. But Scott, it was Green Bay minus 600 at game time. So assuming you could get your hands on that kind of money, which is highly unlikely. I don't know how many of us could just put our hands on half a million dollars cash within 24 hours. Is that your best strategy, Scott? You lay lay Green Bay minus the 600000 to guarantee yourself a $100,000 profit?
1: Well, I think that's the question that you have to ask, is the fact that...
0: Well, you came up with a great idea. Hopefully, you're at a spot. I don't think MGM does it, but the best option would be What?
1: To hit the cash out. Yeah.
0: If they have an early cash out.
1: That's what I was going to say, which is I don't know if BetMGM has a cash out option. I know that DraftKings and FanDuel does. So if you're going to take a long shot parlay, make sure there's a cash out option because the issue isn't even the concept of hedging, which I'm a fan of. The issue is gathering enough actual liquid in order to afford the proper hedge in the situation. I don't know about you, I don't exactly have five hundred thousand dollars laying around a bank account, no. So I wouldn't be able to perfectly hedge it now. Well, we that and that's argument. only
0: that's only part of the problem. The other part of the problem is who is going to let you make that bet? Where do you make that bet in America?
1: Which bet? You mean just the Packers money one?
0: Yeah. Where do you lay a six hundred thousand dollar bet? You think you you think you walk into Caesars with a briefcase and go, "I want six hundred thousand dollars." No,
1: they'd introduce you to the actual manager of the of the sports book. You'd have to go through a whole thing.
0: You oh you yeah you'd have to go through a whole thing, and they wouldn't take it. They're not going to. If you're you're if you're a schmo from off the street with they
1: they might take it in Vegas and maybe select locations, but definitely not the majority of locations on the
0: planet. Not if you're. I don't think if you're if you're not a known player. I don't. If you if you're a know, if you're a known donkey, then maybe. Anyway,
1: let's just say you don't have six hundred thousand. Yeah. Let's say it's more realistic. Let's oh. say you have Let's say that you want to hedge, one hundred and fifty, thousand dollars. Yeah. That's still a lot of money that a lot of people don't have laying around. I know that you can potentially move some money around in bank accounts. Right. I'm sure the IRS are gonna have a lot of fun watching you move around all your money.
0: Oh god! Oh, like there's a
1: lot of other underlying you're filling factors out a lot of C- when it comes CTRs to finding ways there. to handle. A hedge like that so the question that I had for you is what was this guy thinking after 15 picks he's sweating out the entire Sunday and says you know what's better than a one-day sweat how about a two-day sweat yeah. with a 24-hour gap in between between the Ravens Chiefs game and the Lions Packers 140 something thousand dollars and he says you know what I don't get out of bed for a twenty-five dollar bet, for anything less than five hundred thousand, not even worth my money line. That one hundred and
0: forty-five, not even worth my time. Really? Like re- you really just couldn't stop at fifteen? It's like the people you go, you want to buy a Powerball ticket? How much is it? What do you What do you care? How What do you mean? How much is it? It's It's more than you have. It's It's more than twenty million dollars. How much is it? Stop talking. That's It's the same thing. I agree. Oh man,
1: I, I respect the guy's enthusiasm. What you, I'm not exactly sure if he hedged. I don't know the answer to that. What do you,
0: What do you do if that's you, Scott? What do you, where, where are you watching it at? If you If you uh, If you're not at the game, if you're not in Vegas, where are you watching it? Are you watching it by yourself? Are you sweating? Are you freaking out? Are I'm you not with, watching it with other people? You're not watching it with other people.
1: i I'm, If I'm going to be in a sweat like that, I am going to need complete concentration. You can have some friends around. You can maybe drink. So. If you win, you drink. If you lose, you drink. So you, at least you hedge that way emotionally. <laughs> you've you've but, hedged your
0: emotions. <laughs> you've had your emotions. I started, liquor, but I'm drunk. I figure that's going to be appropriate no matter what happens.
1: I think that we would agree. Maybe it's just me. If I was in a sweat like that, it's just me and the TV and whatever happens, happens. Maybe that's just how I would handle it. I, you know,
0: I think I'm probably the same way. I would be too nervous. I want
1: no interruptions, no, no whatever. I'm no. going to sit through this and whatever happens, happens.
0: No and you know you, and you probably have some friends with you or maybe your wife would watch or something and you know they'd ask some question I'm like why
1: did he do that like, shut up shut up why didn't he just throw it <laughs> deep you know I'd be a lot richer if he threw it deep on Oh that my guy, god
0: yeah. did he fumble that snap
1: that's I'm, I'm aware he fumbled the snap. Yeah, I know. So did the golf just dropped the ball on third down. I don't want to talk about it, honey. I'm busy so this guy
0: lives by the fumble and he dies by the fumble. He basically had, he had the fumble in the Chiefs game last night. That put him in the position to win it, and then he dies by the fumble tonight and, and many other things that Goff he has did wrong. Friends so. that
1: start coming over. Why'd you take the Lions? What's <laughs> wrong with you? He <laughs> yeah, just wants that, to slap. That's the
0: that's face. what I want to hear about then, right? Because if you mm-hmm. take if you take if you if if you would have the Packers, you're probably making what two hundred.
1: That's really the worst, is when people criticize a bet that you make as it's happening or after it's over. Oh, really? Is that and bad? Like, yeah, you have all the answers. Like, thanks for giving me some feedback.
0: Believe me, as somebody who puts up a, a video every single day. I, get... I can't
1: believe you did it. It was obvious that this team was going to roll. Really? Was it obvious <laughs> yeah. after the game was over?
0: I get a lot of retro capping. That's what I call it, retro capping.
1: It's disastrous, and if you're a retro capper, just stop. Just it. Stop, stop just it. Stop. It doesn't. It doesn't help anybody.
0: We, when you're really cold. We know we're cold.
1: We, oh, oh, believe me. I, I got multiple jackets on. I'm aware.
0: My my family knows it. My wife knows it. My friends know it. My the bank account knows, knows it. it.
1: We all know it.
0: The, you know? The, the, the waitress at the restaurant that I only tip 15% knows it. Everybody knows I'm cold. It's the way it is. All right, buddy. Any takeaways from that game last night? Green Bay, uh, were, were, were we uh, the uh, word, the, the news of their demise greatly exaggerated, Scott?
1: Actually, no. I, I still think Green Bay was going to win the division anyway because division stinks. I think Green Bay is arguably the second or third best team in the NFC. However, I really wasn't impressed by Green Bay yesterday. I know that they won the game and they covered and they were supposed to. Detroit's a lo- Detroit moved the ball so easily throughout the entire game mm-hmm. and then once it started raining the entire team fell apart. So I don't know if the Packers did anything or if Goff just couldn't grip the football.
0: By the way, if if you're thinking of making a comment about Jared Goff over and telling me something about the rain. We actually looked at that. We talked about that. The rain wasn't supposed to start. There was a 50-50 chance at 10 o'clock, which would have been roughly two hours and 40 minutes into the game, somewhere about midway through the fourth quarter.
1: came about an hour and 20 early.
0: Yeah, came about an hour and 20 early. So The
1: point is is that I feel like Green Bay was the benefit. We're benefiting from the weather because Detroit plays indoors. They're not used to it. Green Bay is used to playing in some disastrous weather situations. But... Goff just moved the ball up and down the field for the first 30 minutes, never in doubt. And I think this defense stinks. How is Kevin King on a roster?
0: Hey, let's find out right after this break. Guys, hang tight. We'll be back to answer that burning question right after this message. So Scott, last time we were out in Vegas, every time we were trying to have a nice meal, what is the number one question you kept hearing whenever we were at dinner?
1: Are you going to finish that? What? Appetizers, entrees sides. You're always asking if I was going to finish what I was eating.
0: Okay. Hey, in my defense, you eat slower than a turtle on Xanax, but okay. Let me make the question a little easier. What's the number one question you would get from people when you tell them you work for winners and winners
1: What's winners and winners
0: Exactly. So what do you tell them?
1: I tell them that it is the place to go for your sports betting needs. They have breakdowns on every single game in a variety of sports, basketball, football, college football. We know that's coming up. It's been really a great opportunity to just get better at sports betting, and they give you all the opinions that you need.
0: Yeah, see, and the thing I like about it is the fact that they don't just inundate you with numbers that have no context. You know, you go to some places and they just throw numbers, 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 but they don't tell you what they mean, and you just kind of your eyes glaze over. But these guys, not only do they use those same numbers and put them in context, but they're fantastic writers. They're great handicappers. You mentioned college football coming up. That's my favorite time to use Winners and Winers because they do every FBS game every single week. It is a fantastic site. Scott, what's the best part about Winners and Winers?
1: It's absolutely free to use.
0: That's right. It is absolutely free to use. Winnersandwinners.com. You absolutely have to check it out. You need to make this site part of your daily handicapping regimen. If you are not doing it, you are absolutely leaving money on the table so see that wasn't that hard at all right
1: sure you're still getting none of my fries
0: what I, I didn't i didn't say a word i saw you looking at them seriously dude it's it's been like an hour if you're not gonna still eat not. them oh man that's brutal all right fine seriously though winners and go there or be square Welcome back to the second half hour of Winners and Winers Radio. Give us an hour and we'll give you the winners getting ready to break down the entire NFL board. Our early line thoughts here, Scott. So uh, tell us how Kevin King is still on a roster.
1: Uh, blackmail? I, I don't know. Maybe he took a pay cut. The point is, is I think we had agree if Green Bay is going to win in the NFC title game or wherever they are, because... I know Rodgers' record in the NFC title game is not exactly great. The point is that Tampa Bay has Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You cannot have a complete liability out there on one of
0: them. You didn't even mention the guy that burned him.
1: I didn't even (laughs) mention Scotty Miller. But the point is that Kevin King, I'm pretty sure he allowed a perfect passer rating in week one against him. He didn't look that good in week two because Cephas torched him on the first drive. Swift hurdled him. He's just a bad player. You don't have any other corners you can throw out there. Trade for somebody. Do something. King can't play. Okay. Am I even being harsh? I don't think I am. Yeah. He's just not very good. Okay.
0: So he's, he's only one of the best, what, 70 cornerbacks in the world instead of one of the best 30? Yeah, sorry.
1: Well, let's see. There's three corners, three main starters on every team. I'd put him somewhere in the 80s, but... Okay. The, the point right. I'm trying to say is I think we'd agree for a professional doing that job, he's not a very good professional. There are better. Yeah.
0: All right. All right, buddy, let's take a look at the board, man. This is, a, again, these are our first thoughts on these lines. Of course, they will will uh, or certainly could change as the week goes on. We had, a, we had a couple of changes from our early show to our late show, but we'll take a look here at the early lines. We're going to use, by the way, um, Bet Online, I think, is the ones that we have the best access to. So that's the early lines we're going to use. Your mileage may vary. There could be some different numbers out there, but these are the ones we're going to use across the board. So we're going to start off. Again, we'll go in rotation order 469, 470 Arizona Cardinals at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bet Online has them at seven and a half. There is some seven out there. 52 is the number. Um, yeah. Are we not fading Jacksonville? Is this a trick? I was going to
1: say this line makes absolutely no sense because Jacksonville was really just awful for the first two weeks of the season. I know the weather was awful in week two, which is why the offense was so disastrous in the second half against Denver. Oh, did not Denver
0: not have to play in that weather?
1: No, but the point I'm trying to say is that at least Denver has some running game that they try to use. Urban Myers was telling his team, yeah, throw the ball 40 times in terrible weather. We'll see what happens, but yeah, the point is, is that Arizona, we know the defense is terrible. It's really not a secret, or it's not very good. We'll put it that way. But they have a good pass rush. I don't think Jacksonville has a great offensive line. Murray should be able to torch this defense for at least 300 yards and probably three, four touchdowns. Go Murray. Yep. I'm going to say Arizona, and I like the over. I think Arizona walks into scoring 35-plus in this game. I'm not sure that's
0: going to be yeah, – I I don't disagree with that, and I'm not sure that's enough to be to get you over. <laughs> I don't uh, – I'm not – I'd have, garbage a, time's a wonderful I'd have a hard time playing an under with Arizona involved, but you know, it it's gonna it's gonna take some garbage time. That's absolutely true.
1: I don't think it's gonna be easy, but I think this game will end at 35 21. 35-21?
0: 30,
1: yeah, something like that.
0: Okay. All right, very good. Um I was trying to see if any
1: I mean the same thing that we saw yesterday in Monday Night Football. We looked at the Packers and just said, Oh, they're scoring thirty five. Like just looking at the game, like, oh, they're gonna score thirty plus.
0: Yep. Yep, absolutely. That's correct. the way it is. At uh, Colts at Titans. They're in the AFC South. Big game early in the season, Scott.
1: Question Did the Colts contact you about the starting quarterback position?
0: Uh I've got a message. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm assuming that's what it's about. Yes. Okay, cool. What what happened to their starting quarterback, Scott?
1: I believe Carson Wentz sprained both of his legs.
0: Both of his ankles. He's yeah. strained both of his ankles. Now I don't believe I've ever told you the story, Scott, and I'll, and I'll make it quick because I know we got a roll here. But I, I have, I did sprain both of my ankles at once. However, I was not playing football. I was incredibly drunk, and we were back at my house after a full day of drinking. And I was playing air guitar on top of a couch. I jumped off for the big finale, landed on one ankle, sprained it. Came down on the other ankle, sprained that. <laughs> and. The only thing I remember about that is I was like sunburned because we'd been at the boat races at the dam, the big powerboat races. I was burnt to a crisp. So I'm drunk, burnt, and now I can't walk. Good times. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dam. No, man. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. That's exactly right. So I feel for him. Uh, it, it's a much more embarrassing story than his, but at any rate, uh, does it matter?
1: I like Tennessee in this one. Yeah, that's... I know the Colts' defense is not bad, but you can't expect me to back Jacob Eason. I I, I can't. Eason looked awful last week, but of course they threw him under the fire. I didn't expect much from him. By the way, I know you haven't played in a while, but yeah, here's the Rams' defense. You got two minutes to go for a game-winning drive. Good luck to you. Like No, you knew he was going to throw a pick. But
0: well yes yeah, and they've, they've got some other problems on the on the on the injury front because so, Paris Campbell's questionable Xavier Rhodes is questionable you know, I was gonna
1: say the receiving core is still a mess yeah look at Tennessee the offense is very good the defense we know is not very good but I think Easton's an equalizer for that because I don't expect him to really air it out Derrick Henry can easily rush for 120 plus yep Julio was great last week AJ Brown we know was bad last week but he's good overall it's Tennessee or pass I can't back the Colts with a Backup quarterback who maybe shouldn't even be in the league. Yep,
0: not a, not a chance. And we'll have more information when we do when we do our show about what Derek Henry has done against the Colts. I don't I don't have it at the tip of my my I'm lean photographic to the memory under, though, which yep. is a bit
1: of a hot take. I'm going to lean to the under at 48, yeah. just because I don't know how the Colts are supposed to try to win the game unless they just try to milk the hell out of the clock.
0: You and me, buddy. I I don't know. I I I don't think I can make myself take an under. I don't with, think With the can, Tennessee Titans defense. I have I a hard time
1: taking the over if I think that Tennessee's gonna score 30, and that might not be enough <laughs> because the Colts have Taylor, the Titans have Henry. Worst case is both teams can just run the ball and move the chains. Maybe Colts play time a time of possession game there. Only lean under, but I gotta like Tennessee in that spot.
0: Okay. Now we've got to go away from bet online for this one, and it's going to be the Ravens at the Lions. Early line here, and obviously uh, with the game from the Lions not being over all that long. Five Dimes has it at 10.5. Golden Nugget has it at 9. Those are the only ones on my grid that currently have it. 49.5 is the total on each. Uh... (sighs) I saw
1: 7.5 about a day ago.
0: I want to. I want to. I want to play the well. I'm sure. I'm sure that. I'm saying once they saw the Lions meet, play Monday
1: night, they shifted it at a, well, a point
0: and a half, and saw the Ravens play Sunday night too. So, you know what? I generally.
1: Well, it, it, I'm saying it was seven after the Sunday night game.
0: You saw seven after the Sunday night game. Yeah, it was
1: seven and a half after the Sunday night game, and then after the Monday night game, it moved to nine.
0: Well, I hope you jumped on that. I, I don't – you know, I'm always going to look really long and hard at home dogs, especially if they're a double-digit home dog.
1: I'm looking at the total. Just yeah, going to the over.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I think you're just going to play the over there and hope for some garbage time from golf at the end. Uh, as far as the side go, gun to my head.
1: Uh, it's either Baltimore or pass for me. I get the home dog angle, but I'll I'm t- not talking – There's a 0% chance I'm taking a side in this game.
0: I've got, yeah, I've got, I've got, I'll lean Lions. I'll, I'll zero in when we do our actual show here later in the week.
1: Yeah. As of right now, just give me the over.
0: The team at the Bills, Bills are the home team here, and they are nine point favorites. 46 is the total. That seems a little tall to me.
1: I think it is, but I don't know if Washington's defense stinks or not.
0: They shouldn't. They're supposed to be good. I heard that too before Daniel Jones torched this team. I understand. That was not a that was not a good look for that team at all.
1: I'm going with Washington plus the points though. Yep. I'm a big fan of backing Thursday night game teams in the week after, just for the extra prep time. Yep. I think it's a big deal for Washington. And I still think Heineken's good enough to actually, you know, move the ball. I think it'll be a somewhat close game. I think Buffalo's gonna win, but I'll take Buffalo by seven.
0: I just don't think there's a ton of drop-off between Fitzpatrick and Heineke. I just don't. Heineke I think Heineke's good. He's more mobile. I mean, you know, and Fitzpatrick is mobile for his size and his age, but he's not to be confused with actually mobile.
1: Heineke threw that terrible interception in the fourth quarter, but you can argue he's a better decision-maker.
0: Yep. Yep, agreed. He's not going to take as many shots. And it was weird because he was a gunslinger early in his career. Coming out of college, he's a gunslinger, but he's, yeah. he's tempered that down. Saints at Patriots, Scott. Patriots over are
1: under one and a half interceptions for Winston. Over. I got to go over, too. I think I, I made a whole case last week about Belichick against a rookie quarterback, and I Wilson was going to look awful. I know Winston's been around for a while, but he hasn't faced a Belichick defense in a long time, if ever. I think they'll come up with some coverages for him.
0: I agree. Um... Yeah, I got to play Patriots there minus the 3.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the Patriots and I'm looking at the under.
0: I think so. I think I think I think we saw what Jameis does against a good defense. Is that Carolina defense better than we thought? They're good. Yeah.
1: That that's a good unit right there.
0: I really uh, uh can you imagine what they'd be with Keekley? Uh,
1: I don't think team's wanna imagine how good they'd be with Keekley. Agreed. Uh, that would be a t- that would be a top 4 defense in the league if they had Keekley.
0: Totally agree. They they may be anyway. Uh Chiefs hosting the Chargers over The boys in red, six and a half, 56 is the number. I don't care. Yeah, Over. Over. Chiefs are, what, 2-11, and Last, last 13 against the number?
1: Yeah, you can make an argument that the Chargers got hosed in the Cowboys game because they had about four touchdowns that were overturned by penalties in that game. But something about the Chargers this past year offensively, I really have not been that impressed with the execution in the red zone. Yes, I know I just said that some touchdowns got overturned. Herbert took a brutal intentional grounding there on second and goal at like the five. Whether it was intentional grounding or not, you can't be a quarterback unless you're Mahomes and run around 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Like, you got to make better decisions with the ball.
0: By the way, Mahomes, he's getting a lot of roasting from the local media about throwing that pass. Do you agree with it?
1: I think that... You know, you take the good with the bad. That's exactly and if you're right. you're going to have a bad play for every 98 good plays, you take the one interception, you live with the rest.
0: Correct. And, you know, when you saw the camera shot from behind him, you saw what he was looking at. He saw Kelsey there. Mm. And I, you know what? I don't hate it. And you're going to have those. It's going to happen. You know, I, I can't believe for a guy, uh, Allaire, first fumble as an in, uh, in the NFL, Mahomes' first interception in September, they're both getting roasted in the Kansas City media. I think we're a little spoiled here, bud.
1: I think Hilarion can earn that roasting. I think Mahomes deserves better than that.
0: You know what? It happens. People fumble. They get, you get the ball punched out. It was a terrible time for it. Shouldn't have been running the ball, but that's another story. I think we covered that in depth last night. I, I think I was, people are
1: roasting Clyde because he hasn't really done anything since he came into the league, and they took a, they took him as a first-round pick. I think that's why, because it's because he really didn't do anything last year either.
0: Well, I mean, he was all right. He was. That's what I'm saying. He was, he 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 was really a better-than-average rookie running back last year. You can't say he did nothing.
1: I think he was mediocre at best.
0: Six and a half. I'm playing the Chargers here, my friend. They they have the Chiefs number. They they at least keep it close. This is this is a one score game almost every year.
1: If you cannot guarantee that the Chiefs are gonna get more than two stops in the entire game, which I can't, right. I can't lay six and a half. Having said that, I'm taking the over.
0: Okay, fair enough. Falcons at Giants. Giants by Giants. Giants by three. Yeah. All day, every day. Easy. Does, doesn't matter. I don't think I'm cha- going
1: into the year. Atlanta would be one of the worst teams in the league. I
0: don't think I'm changing on that one. It's a it, I, Atlanta stinks. That's so a juice. That's a juice three, by the way, by the time we get back to this, it's liable to be three and a half or four. It so. goes
1: back to my theory as well. I'll back the Thursday night team the week after, and now they're at home.
0: 48, 48 and a half is a number I'm leaning under.
1: I'm leaning under just because I don't think Atlanta can protect Matt Ryan. I know the Giants don't have a good pass rush or a great one by any means, but Matt Ryan is so immobile, he can't extend plays at all.
0: Nope. Nope. Concrete boots, buddy. Nope. Oh, Bears and Browns. Uh, Browns home team, 7.5, 46.5 is the number. <laughs>
1: it's, it's tough because I don't know the status on Dalton. So I don't know if I can really gamble on Fields because Fields was terrible last week. I mean, he almost blew the game entirely. But Cleveland... Looked pretty underwhelming against Houston. I don't say they only won because Tyrod got injured. That definitely helped because Houston was definitely hanging around. Oh, it's a lot of points. It really hold is. My, hold my nose, Chicago, but I'm really not happy about it.
0: Agreed. Agreed. If hey.
1: you think that I'm playing this, you're out of your mind.
0: Yeah, I like the, I like the hook over seven. That's that's kind of what's tempting to me there.
1: Yeah, if it was six and a half, I would take Cleveland. All right.
0: All right, very good uh Bengals at Steelers Steelers four and a half 43 and a half is the uh, number there oh,
1: I'm looking at that under by the way at 46 and a half for the Bears game
0: okay all right that's solid I might play ba- Bears team total under okay that works uh around, around yeah, it'd be around 20 or so uh Bengal's at Steelers Steelers home four and a half 43 43 and a half. God what a division that is 46 and a half, 43 and a half of those teams
1: I'm really torn on this one because Cincinnati burrow in the fourth quarter was terrible yet they almost won the game anyway pittsburgh was terrible against the raiders and they were really bad for the offensively against the bills mm-hmm. so i know big ben's useless in the pocket watching him's like watching cam newton right now without the running ability where you just have nothing but pittsburgh always does well against cincinnati usually in pittsburgh i know cincinnati won the game late in the year when tomlin had a classic letdown there awful loss i'll wait to see about I'll wait to hear about TJ Watt's status for this game because it's it's still up in the air. I'll lean Pittsburgh, but we both think this Pittsburgh team's not very good because of the offense and they've kind of proven us right through two weeks.
0: your Nation, buddy, I think they I think they take care of business there.
1: I think they should. If they don't, this thing's gonna unravel really quickly.
0: By the way, quick reminder, you are listening to Winners and Winers radio, give us an hour and we'll give you the winners and we're right in the middle of doing that right now. Dolphins at Raiders out there in the uh, in, in the, the large Roomba in the Vegas desert, three and a half points. The Raiders are favored by four, most other places, by the way. Forty, are we
1: assuming this is Brissett? What do you think to a place? Forty, 45
0: and a half. He's day to day, Scott. Does that help?
1: I don't know how you can get cart off, carted off on a stretcher in your day to day. Or you're on a cart. So, something doesn't add up there.
0: Well, they thought the ribs might be broken. So, okay. they, and apparently they're not, so it's going to hurt. You're going to put the flak jacket on him and all that. Will Fuller is also questionable for that one. That scares me as well.
1: Well, we don't even know why he missed the last game. We heard it was a personal issue. We don't actually know what happened.
0: Right, right. And uh, as far as as uh, as far as Derek Carr, congratulations, he's questionable as well. So, we really – Well, th-
1: he's questionable because he got injured in the fourth quarter, but he stayed in the game – Made a couple throws after that. He'll play. He's fine.
0: Jacobs is doubtful. Cognito is uh, questionable.
1: I don't. I don't know if that matters. They beat Pittsburgh last week anyway.
0: Well, yeah, it, it, that's quarterback situation. We're, I need more clarity.
1: I, Dakar is going to play. He's, I'd say 100% chance he's going to play. I'm taking there's well,
0: no chance a, he misses. It's not 100% chance. You, I, I'm telling you, you he's, say he's not going to miss this he, game. Okay.
1: But Tua, I don't know what the percentage would be for Tua because that's the tricky one because he has the injury history. What do you think? 50-50?
0: Yep. I think it's 50-50. I also think I don't care. Uh, who I don't even who, Who's the backup in Miami? I don't know who it is.
1: I said, do you think Brissett's going to start? Oh, okay. Start oh, off yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Jesus. yeah. I still
1: don't think the Raiders are very good but they've looked good enough to beat some teams that are overrated. Miami might be one of those teams as well. Seem to fit they barely in. beat New England, got pretty lucky from there. I thought Buffalo was going to kill this team. Buffalo killed this team. Miami offensively is just not very good.
0: How about the Broncos hosting your Jets, Scott? Ten and a half of the Broncos are favored there at uh, no longer mile high, whatever the hell it is. Uh, it's a
1: lot of points.
0: 40, one 40, thing. 41 is the total. You're gonna to play those it's
1: 41 Jets. of a total, but the spread is 10 and a half. You're gonna play so the that Jets that's...
0: team total under again.
1: Oh, uh, it's it, that's so
0: brutal. Is that about about 15 or so?
1: I'll tell you right now, spoiler alert Denver's gonna be my survivor team this week. Yeah, I think, that's but it. I don't know if I can lay 11 there. You,
0: I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm looking to tease that down to four and a half.
1: I can't lay 11 and a half. I just can't. No, I, The Jets uh, can sneak through the back door. They did it against Carolina. The Patriots had a great game plan there. I'm not going to overreact to it, but Denver Sutton looked fantastic last week. I'm not sure if the Jets can actually guard him or not, but Denver's offense didn't really wow me in that game. I know the weather was a bit of a factor there, but if you think Denver's only going to score 20 something points, Hard I don't to, think the Jets'
0: defense is that bad. Hard to right cover around. Hard to cover 11, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's hard to cover 11 when you only score 20-something. So I'll lean Jets, not thrilled with it. I'll lean under, but All right. damn, that game's brutal.
0: So now we got now we got three really, uh, what could be really good games to get through. Let's see. Uh, I got to pick up the pace here, buddy. Buccaneers or Rams? Rams are home team. Uh, we've got it at minus one. There's also some pick out there. 54-and-a-half is the number.
1: Here we go. I'm going to surprise you here. I'm going to take the Rams. I don't know. Um,
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I feel like Tampa is going to be the obvious square play. How is Tampa pick them? Come on. They won the Super Bowl. Whatever. I just feel like it's a good spot for the Rams to get up for this spot. You're playing the Super Bowl champs at home. They're going to be ready to go. Tampa's kind of just treating this in the long run. It's a week by week game, whatever. I think this game means more to the Rams. Give me, give me, Los Angeles. I'll play the yeah.
0: under. I'll play the under there too. I think the defenses step up a little bit. Two, two really good defenses. I think that that number is an insult to those defenses.
1: I just think the public's gonna be all be all over Tampa. It's Brady and if you be contrarian. Brady. I think the Rams are a good pick. It's Tom
0: Brady. Seahawks and Vikings. Seahawks one point road favorite. Fifty five is the number right there. I'm taking Seattle. I think you have to. I'm just.
1: I know it's basically the same situation where it's a trap line because they're daring you to take Seattle. Seattle always beats this team. It's the most heartbreaking loss after heartbreaking loss for Minnesota. Every single year missed field goal at the buzzer Metcalf touchdown at the buzzer. Doesn't matter. Seattle finds a way to win a heartbreaker by like three points. I'll take Seattle
0: Packers at Niners. That's going to be your Sunday night game has the chance to be another classic like last Sunday night's game was. Uh, Niners are at home. Four-point favorites, 48.5 is the number there.
1: I think it's interesting the 49ers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I agree that Green Bay is still overrated because I'm not impressed you killed Detroit, but I'm not going to go with Green Bay here. I know San Francisco's fared well against Green Bay in the past. We both think that San Francisco arguably got outplayed by Philly last week. Yep. I don't think the Niners are that good.
0: <sighs> Not I'll take
1: the... the three and a half points with the defending MVP.
0: Yeah, I'm kinda I'm kinda with you. I think I, I think I've got I think I've got to uh, I think I've got to do that as well.
1: I'm, I'm 49ers might win, but if you think it's close, yeah, I'll take the three and a half with arguably the second best quarterback in the league.
0: And there's an and there's an there's another good tease if you want to tease that to nine and a half or ten. Mm-hmm. I think that's a I think that's a good possibility there. Uh, I'll take the over. I agree. Monday night, your Cowboys hosting the Eagles. I, I, I
1: thought we saved Monday night.
0: We're gonna save Monday night.
1: I mean, we can talk. I thought we always save it.
0: I don't know. Well, we're gonna. I'm just doing a look ahead.
1: Uh, look ahead over
0: 51, 51 and a half over Cowboys. Cowboys by four. Give me Cowboys and over.
1: With Brandon Graham out now for the year for the Eagles, that pass rush is gonna hurt.
0: Yep, agreed. All right, there you go. All right, that's our breakdown for uh, yeah, for the NFL on this coming weekend, starting on Thursday night. So that'll be fun, and uh, we got time for a little bit of baseball. You got one baseball game you like, Scott? Uh,
1: looking through the overall, we got, you card, got you got
0: two baseball games you like because we already got one scheduled. I'll go.
1: I'll go very quick. Okay. Actually, kind of like Kansas City tomorrow. I know that Quantrill's been pretty good overall since the All Star break. Lynch has been very hit or miss, mm-hmm. but. Kansas City has been really, really good in September. Yep. And both these teams aren't really playing for much.
0: Nope.
1: Give me Kansas City.
0: All right. Yeah, they swept the doubleheader yesterday. So, It's yeah.
1: like plus 130-something. Sure.
0: Yep. You're getting uh, – you're about minus, minus 140, so you're going to catch the Royals somewhere around plus 128, 130. Yeah, that's fine. I want no part of that. I like Quant-
1: I can say I'm a f- huge fan of the play, but I think there's value with it.
0: I like Quantrill. I like Quantrill there. And – uh
1: Bo Lynch isn't very good, I'll admit that. Uh
0: he's got his moments. He's he's, he's gonna be good, but he ain't quite in due time. he ain't quite there yet. So all right, my friend. Um I don't I don't hate the uh I don't I don't hate Houston on the run line either with Urkey over uh Naughton, Packy Naughton. It should be somewhere in the neighborhood of mm, minus one twenty five, minus one thirty on the run line there. Eight and a half's the total. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, I like Houston.
1: I'm looking at the dog for Seattle, uh, with Gonzalez on the mound against Blackburn. Blackburn's been okay. I mentioned it yesterday, though, the Mariners just own this team. Uh, I believe they're nine and four now, head to head, and they're still getting plus money. Yeah, I'll take Seattle.
0: You got, you got to. Oakland had been playing really good ball, and then all of a sudden, oh, here comes Seattle again. And
1: if you're favored over a team and you've lost, you've lost a nine to thirteen against this team. I have to blindly take the plus money every time.
0: Okay, fair enough. All right, bud. Well, it is that time, the time where we put our heads together, come up with our very best play of the day in a little segment that, uh, that we do here each and every day. Scott, it is time once again to put on that straw hat, climb aboard your John Deere tractor, and fire that bad boy up. Get ready, America. It is Bet the Farm. All right, Scott, how did we end up uh, yesterday with our farm play?
1: We had the Lions and Packers over, and the game went over.
0: Very nice. Very nice. We, uh, We haven't heard that song enough here the last few days. Nice to get back on the winning side. So we're going to take another play in the world of baseball. We're looking at the Cincinnati Reds as they square off with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Reds, team total over 4.5, minus 125 at BetMGM. By the way, God bless you, BetMGM. I'm thinking about moving to a state where they offer that. That is just some really good numbers there. So they've, uh, they've got five more meetings left, Scott. They've met 14 times so far this season. The Reds have scored at least five runs in 10 of those games. Mitch Keller is wheeling and dealing for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He has not done well against the Reds this season. He's lasted only 13 and a third innings in those three starts with an ERA of 8.78. No bueno at all. And by the way, in this series, the over 5-1, and one, the last six meetings there at the Great American Ballpark. We like the Reds still fighting for a playoff position against the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are still fighting for a good spot at Pramante Brothers. We'll take the Reds' team total over
1: 4.5. Yeah, the Great American Ballpark, Keller pitching. I got to like the spot.
0: You know Keller's been, I guess, better. He we was kind of an auto fade early in the season. He's kind of righted the ship a little bit, but he Reds have just owned him. Yes, that's
1: just why I'm looking at it. The
0: Reds. He is over his career. He is uh, the he. Uh, the Reds have been a Keller killer. Nice, nice. Was totally unrehearsed. Can you believe that? I like it. We're going to use that from now on. <laughs> the Keller killer. killer. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. So that's going to wrap it up. Man, we got through a lot today. Pretty impressive. We did very good, guys, and of course. We appreciate it. If you're downloading our podcast, if you'd uh, rate and review all that good stuff, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're commenting and all that stuff, if you're if you're listening to us on the radio, uh, just don't crash your car so you can listen to us again tomorrow. See, we got, every, we got all the bases covered. Should be a fun week. Should be a fun day. So uh, for myself and for Scott Reichel, for the whole team over here at Winners and Winners Radio, we appreciate you checking us out. As always, we wish you nothing but the best on all of your plays. Hope every one of those tickets in your pocket turns into cash money and you head back to the window. You guys have a great day. Thanks for checking us out one more time, and we'll see you next time on Winners and Winers Radio. Take care, everybody.